The report is called Vancouver's Social Safety Net, Rebuilding the Broken. Global BC was the first to get the leaked details, and now there is some strong reaction. And late this morning, a response to that reaction from the Vancouver Police Department. Rob Shaw, business in Vancouver, called the report a good work of fiction, a fantasy as penned by the Vancouver Police Department. Some strong comments he made, and he made these comments on the Mike Smith Show. It seems to calculate $5 billion in what it calls the social safety net. And the inference in this is that this is money spent to help people on the downtown east side primarily with overdoses, with crime, with poverty. And when you pull the numbers apart, you end up with at least $2 billion of that is federal transfers. And when you go further down into the actual report, they break out what the federal transfers are. And they're primarily the old age security for seniors and the Canada pension plan, the child tax benefits, things that everybody is getting in Vancouver. They're not downtown east side social safety nets. That's Rob Shaw making his comments on the Mike Smith Show earlier today. Well, there are two sides to that, and one of the sides is going to be coming from Chief Constable of the Vancouver Police Department, Adam Palmer. Chief, thanks so much for uh, joining us. My pleasure, Bruce. Happy to be here. Well, happy to have you. You know, the headline figure much is being talked about this $5 billion mark. Uh, Is that true? Five billion dollars, or are you going to uh, kind of scale that back a bit? No, we're not. So I'll just give you a bit of context here. So this is like this whole issue surrounding, and I know everybody's pointing to the downtown east side, which is a big part of it. But this is an issue throughout all of Vancouver, and we have been talking about this really over the past dozen years, thirteen years, about uh, lack of coordination in the social service sector, and when we're dealing with complex issues like mental health, homelessness, and addiction. And lack of coordination, people working in silos and not providing the best outcomes for people that need it the most. And what was interesting about this um, way we were able to look at it this time, because this isn't the first report we've put out on this issue, is we were able to partner up with a uh, technology company who are experts in data analytics. And they had a methodology where they've worked with about 30 different cities across Canada, and they've been able to put some financials to the social safety net in various communities across Canada. And we wanted to broaden the conversation beyond anecdotal observations and put some numbers to it to help strengthen the conversation. See that you want to strengthen the conversation, put numbers to it, I get all that. But how does this report actually advance the conversation in terms of solutions? Well, it advances it really well because I think that, you know, it's not just VPD. Like, we did start talking about this back in 2009 with our Project Lockstep report. We've put out other reports over the years about uh, mental health and addiction. We did the Lost in Transition reports. We did our opioid report about um, needing treatment on demand in the city and across our province. And we're not afraid to step into, you know, these social issues that intersect with public safety because, You know, Bruce, I'll tell you, from our perspective, we are in a really good position that we're out there 24-7, 365, responding to hundreds of thousands of calls for service a year of people in crisis. And we know the back lanes. We know the buildings where the troubles are. We talk to people on the street. We talk to the service providers. We talk to residents. We talk to businesses. And actually, police are very uniquely positioned. And the other piece of it is that we're not a political entity and we don't report directly to government we have a separate board so this allows us some ability and flexibility 
to just be straight up and call it how we see it and report on some of the things that we're seeing that aren't working and in, in that intersection between social issues and public safety. There, there's a lot that needs to be done. And, you know, the data, I'm sure that you're going to get some people that are going to, you know, try and nitpick pieces here and there, which I get that perspective. And, you know, the data does have to be solid. But you are going to be talking to Dr. Alina Turner later, and I know she is the expert on it, and she'll give you some of those details you want. But I don't think there's any of your listeners that would disagree that when they drive through the downtown east side at Maine and Hastings that they're going to say the system is working well because it's not. Chief, are you uh, disappointed with uh, our city? Um, I think the state of the city right now in certain parts of the city, we've definitely got some uh, very significant challenges that we need to address. I think that uh, we are heading in a good direction and that we've got a lot of opportunity here. And I think that, you know, the opportunity um, is right on our doorstep and let's let's take advantage of that. So we've got a new mayor coming in that was just sworn in two days ago. We've got a new premier that's going to be coming in next week. And I think it's a great opportunity to sit down and have some, you know, really thoughtful conversations on these issues. And we're not pointing fingers at anybody specifically. We're just saying, Let's come to the table and let's talk about this and let's come up with a better plan because the current state of affairs is not sustainable and Vancouver needs some help and we're willing to work with other service providers to do the best we can for the city, but this should not be police-led. The police are bringing this to the forefront because we have concerns, but we don't think police should be leading it, obviously, when we're talking about social issues. Ultimately, somebody else from government would have to take the lead on that. You know, Chief, uh, there are a lot of people that are frustrated and not because of the report. I mean, the report is what it is. It's not going to provide solutions. They're looking for solutions. Where are those solutions? What can we do besides, and everything I hear is talk, 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 talk. What can we do to actually get to some action so we're not seeing what we're seeing right now on the downtown east side? Yeah, sure. No, happy to give you a couple thoughts on that. So we did come up with four um calls to action that we're, you know, identifying a path forward. You know, one is we do want to get a, a steering committee going where we do actually have community partners in various levels of government working through these issues together. Um, but a big piece of that, Bruce, is having a centralized entity that can oversee and coordinate a lot of the social issues down there. Because right now, if I was to say to you or any of your listeners, who's in charge of the downtown east side, nobody would be able to tell me an answer to that question. I mean, certainly, you know, we're in charge of policing and law enforcement, but on all the social issues, you've got half a dozen provincial ministries, you've got at least four city departments, you've got tons of nonprofits and uh, many different organizations in the downtown east side and throughout the city that are providing service. But the coordination or lack of coordination and integration is uh, it's quite concerning and people working in silos. So, Let's see who we can get that will be in charge of the downtown east side. And I think that uh, really that will fall to the province more than anybody because a lot of those issues with mental health, housing, and addiction that you know, we talk about so often, they are provincial responsibilities. And whether it's you know, a, a Vancouver Plan 2.0 or you know, a provincial minister or deputy minister to sort of be a, you know, my term, but you know, commissioner of the downtown east side or whatever it is, but... We're, this is probably the most troubled neighborhood in Canada, and you're not going to find another neighborhood like it in Canada. And I think um, any of your listeners that have traveled, you can go to Toronto or Montreal or Edmonton or any of the big cities. They don't have anything like the downtown east side. Oh, and I would agree, Chief, but uh, I would go a step further. I took a walk through San Francisco two weeks ago, and it's one thing to compare this city 
Vancouver to other cities uh, in the country. But even American cities like San Francisco are not experiencing what we've experienced right now. Um, What cities do you look up to or can you get some sort of inspiration from that are getting it right? Yeah, well, I, I think, though, the thing you have to remember, too, like there are a number of cities that are doing, you know, a better job with this. But I think that we have to face the reality that Vancouver will always be a bit of an anomaly in Canada. And we have seen over the years that, you know, due to a number of reasons, one is our proximity to the, uh, you know, the ocean climate. It is much milder here in Vancouver than other parts of the country. Political climate has been very uh, welcoming to people to come from all across the country. And we've seen a trend that we've seen not in other places in Canada, but we've seen actually, and you mentioned it down in the United States where, you know, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, uh, San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, you know, movement west and a lot of social issues developing with homelessness, tent cities, and a lot of issues that are attracted to the west coast of North America. And we're seeing that here. And as, as I've said before, my counterparts in other cities across Canada do not see a bunch of homeless people from Vancouver on the streets of Toronto and Montreal and other places, whereas here we will see homeless people from across Canada coming to Vancouver. So Vancouver, and to a lesser extent, smaller microcosm Victoria, I think that we're taking more than our share um, of these social issues across the country, much like you see down the west coast of the United States. Chief, thank you for spending some time with us and uh, elaborating on the report that is out now. Thank you. My pleasure. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.